And good morning, and welcome to Things You Might Not Have Heard for Today. Today happens to be uh, July the 11th, 2023. My name is Jacob and Payne, and I want to thank you for being with us on this day. Thank you for being a part of the show we do every single weekday morning and all weekend long with The Conversation Project. More about that by going to our website, This is theconversationproject.com, and find the details and things we do all day, all week, all night, all those things. But right now, let's get into the news stories that you vetted. We're going to give you the latest in information for politics, current events, and pop culture news that you let us know we're interested interesting to talk about. We like to be your go-to supplemental source for both mainstream and unconventional news. That's your new side piece. That's our little jo- inside joke of Bill. And we're going to do that with your help. You help us pick the stories every single day here on The Conversation and the weekend stories as well. To find more about how that works out, just hang on and we'll get to that at the end of the headlines. Or you can stop out our website anytime you want to and see the details as it's explained there there. So let's get into the headlines right now. As again, my name is Jay Cleveland Payne. These are things you might not have heard. Maybe you did, maybe you didn't. And they're for Tuesday, July the 11th, 2023. Starting off with our first story of the morning, and it goes like this. France bans firework sales ahead of a steel day after violent riots. And we teased this as a story that to cover, you decided this was a story we need to cover. And so now we got it. The headline we pulled from Sky News, it goes deeper into detail about why France is banning the sale of fireworks, which is pretty simple. But steel day is on uh, Friday. That's the day that the French have their Independence Day, the uh, you know, Storm into Bastille, if you will. And after six full nights of full rioting went through after the death of police shooting Nahil Marzouk, um, they want to make sure that they're not giving explosives to random people in the streets to do more damage. That's basically what it is. Tens of thousands of police officers had to go along around the entire nation to keep the peace for France as many people were in arms, not just people of color, but many people just kind of in arms about what's going on in policing in France. Uh, every time we bring this up, we bring up, you know, policing in the States, not exactly the greatest in times as well. So this is something that is now something we see that is universal to um, many uh, Western nations, if you will. But for now, this Bastille Day, also fairly universal, is random people buying fireworks and blowing them off in the streets. France is not allowing the sale of fireworks to people because of the violence they had in the last couple of weeks. Violence literally happened to Larry Nassar, former G, uh, USA gymnastics doctor, stabbed multiple times while in federal prison, stabbed in the back and chest by another inmate at the high security United States Penitentiary Coleman on Saturday. You would think at a high security place he'd have a bit more security. In this case, they got to him. The Bureau of Prisons spokesperson confirmed to the Independent that an inmate at Coleman was assaulted at about 2.35 p.m. on Sunday. He was transported to a local hospital for further treatment and evaluation, and he is now in stable condition. And then they had to confirm that it was Larry Masser. Larry Masser, of course, Larry Nasser was, of course, uh, the gymnast for many years for U.S. gymnastics and many other sports venues. He had to go on trial and face some of his accusers, Olympians like Simone Biles, Ali Rassman, Gabby Douglas, and Michaela Moroni. And many victims went on to become biggest stars and gymnastics like those folks. Many other stars had to deal with the pain of the issue of Larry Nasser and just could not handle it. 
if I were a man that was going to be a bit less of a, um, you know, a nice man, I would say he got what he deserved. Uh, we're not going to quite say that. You know, yes, I use those words. But these are the things that happen on these things. These is not exactly justice that that is justified. But these are the things that happen and why there are why prisons exist and why bad people are in prison very often. Marine taken into custody after missing teen girl found at Camp Pendleton. This is a story that we first put out there yesterday, at least for us. This is a story that's been out for a couple of weeks. As um, on June 28th, uh, a young girl was found with learning disabilities found in the barracks in Camp Pendleton uh, 20 days after she disappeared. So this thing's been going on for a while. A lot of social media, a lot of sort of the rumor innuendo stuff to kind of build this into something to find out that, yes, there was a young lady uh, who was essentially trapped in the barracks and, for all practical purposes, trafficked to some Marines there. Marine was taken in custody now to deal with those cases. We will get more details out of this as it goes on, and we're going to do our best to keep this one. We already sort of didn't do it well with the Larry Nasser story. We're going to try to keep the entire broadcast today PG level, so we're not going to go deeper into what goes on, but as we get more details and this thing goes to trial... We shall definitely keep up with this one. Keeping up with Ozzy Osbourne is getting much easier now that he's 74 years old and having issues with his health. That means he's now not touring very much. He, of course, announced his retirement, uh, I guess this year or last year or so, but he does some open dates. One date he's not doing now that he was in was the Power Trip Festival. He pulls out of that because his body just can't take it right now. The man has gone through a lot. man has put himself through a lot on his own, and at 74 years old, is deserving of some time to rest. Now, as many people who want to see a little crazy train and do uh, a little hanging out with Ozzy, and, and be honest, he probably actually needs the money at that age, uh, it's also better to take the uh, better part of Valor and rest up. The replacement band uh, will be announced shortly to replace them on the tour, uh, and we'll see how that goes out. Next story for the morning. Turkey agrees to back Sweden, NATO, bid in boost to the alliance now this is a interesting one because at the beginning of the day turkey was like you know what sweden getting into nato is great but uh we're not in the eu yet can we get in the eu first can we fix that first and so the, turkey is not in the eu that's not happening but they did get a chance to talk to sweden and tell them to hey can you take a couple of these things out of your constitution cool you're in and that's it. The power that Erdogan has in basically holding this up. He's essentially the only NATO country that isn't um, backing up the uh, Ukrainians directly by saying that Russia is bad because they are friends with Russia. It's one of those things, how it plays. Uh, it's the mean girl on, on the court that, you know, the, the one of your friends just happens to have some sort of relation with, with, you know, from church or from camp. And so they hang out every so often, but you can't understand what the deal is. That's what we have with Turkey and Russia. And that's what we have with Turkey in this case trying to basically block the Swedish entry into NATO because Sweden's right there next to Russia and they could be next. But in this case, all things worked out for the moment. Sweden's got the thumbs up from Erdogan and everybody else ready to put them into NATO. Ukraine, not quite yet. Let's move on to the next story. Quick jump into last night's All-Star game, or last night's All-Star, last night's home run derby for Major League Baseball, won by Vladimir Guerrero Jr. with some fireworks of his own post-4th July. Some epic performances also happened last night from Julio Rodriguez and Adley Rutschman, but the winner of the deal is going to be our man Vlad Guerrero Jr. 
So make sure you get that straight. Hitting 25 home runs on the night in the first, oh, first round, 25 home runs. And then, um, um, did I read that wrong? All these numbers are all over the place. So, um, so yeah, so yeah, first round it was 25. Second round looks like 26 and wrapping up somewhere with another thing. The robot editor did all sorts of crazy to get this thing. So I probably, I think I read it backwards. Um, uh, so the things out of order, but Vlad Guerrero gets your win from the all-star game. Robot editor needs to get a bit more editing, if you will. King Charles III, reaction to Joe Biden's royal protocol breach. Now, what was the reaction? What was the breach? So, remember when Joe Biden was, like, sniffing people's hair and people were freaking out about that? Well, apparently, that's gotten to him, and he's got a little handsy with the king by patting him on the back. Because he's Joe Biden. He's Uncle Joe. That's what he does. The problem is, you don't touch the royals. Literally, don't touch the royals. Every time they had these incidents where people, like, grab Queen Elizabeth's hand or try to give her a hug, whatever. There's always these freak out moments and people thought, you know, somebody was about to get dropped. King Charles decided to basically just sort of take it. And it wasn't really all that overt. It was just, you know, they're, they're walking, they're reviewing the troops, you know, Joe, you know, hey, pat him on the back, stuff like that. Just being, you know, handsy for Joe, actually less handsy for Joe. And King Charles just waved it off. This is a show that maybe the protocol of the monarchy is becoming less of a protocol. Maybe they're going to be less stuffy going forward. Maybe King Charles understands that there's some issues with how royal the royals are and that the fact that he was not, you know, stuffy and punching him out, things like that, and people didn't rush to um, to tackle Biden, which would have been a whole nother batch of fun, was a good thing. It's a good show that Marky is now going to evolve. We'll see who's the next person to um, poke um, Camilla at a ballroom going forward. And finally, we get to more stuff dealing with open AI and, and the chat stuff because we're dealing with writers or this time a comedian specifically. Um, a bunch of people are getting together. So it's comedian Sarah Silverman, also authors Christopher Goldman and Richard Cadney and um, open AI are suing each other over copyright infringements. And the suit goes for the fact that um, open AI and meta using the now AI uh, progenitive uh, text uh, stuff to create things that have essentially been lifted from their work. Sarah Silverman is saying that the open AI, the chat GPT has been essentially fed enough Sarah Silverman the material that when you say, hey, write this thing as if Sarah Silverman would have said it, it can do that. And because it's not exactly original. Well, it is original stuff per se, but it's original in the voice of someone else. This is a time for somebody to say, hey, you can't mimic my stuff and get money off it. Sarah Silverman is one of many people who are suing uh, the OpenAI folks and Meta themselves for using their chat GPT, using their predictive AIs to infringe on copyrights by essentially taking their work and mimicking it as if they would have done something, even though technically it's brand new stuff. We'll see how this plays out going forward, especially as the writers are essentially still striking and the actors look like they're going to start striking within a week or so let's go to our teaser story for this morning if we did this right we actually have a teaser story in the kitty for this morning and hey we do uh so what we do with the teaser story is we allow well we allow you all day long to tell us what to talk about and that's done uh very simply by following us on our feeds on facebook and twitter facebook.com slash this is conversation project and twitter.com slash th underscore conversation Follow the feeds, and as you check your stuff on Facebook and Twitter, 
you know, see what we have going on and engage in it, like it, love it, hate it, share it. As soon as Threads get some sort of way to do stats and some way to get an API so we can post uh, schedule things and we can, of course, see the engagement, we will use that as well because we'll see how long Facebook and Twitter are going to last. When you engage in the stories, you tell us what stories are more, more interesting, more conversational, if you will. And on Tuesday through Friday, we picked eight of the top 15 engaged stories for your presentation. Monday, we'll give you 10 of 30, and that's how it works all week long. We're going to give you today a chance to vote on this one. The headline is New York Times kills at sports desk. This is something I heard you know, about noonish yesterday, so I'm late getting it to the game, but we're going to talk about it today. Sometimes it takes stories a little while to really gain interest. What's happening in the New York Times is they are literally um, getting rid of the 30 people that work on the sports page. It's done. Those people aren't getting fired, though. They're going to work on other projects. How can they do this? Because the New York Times owns The Athletic, which started off as a blog, but it's a media company, a media branch that deals with sports. So instead of more commentary, they're going to take a little extra work and do some of the legwork for the actual stats and stuff as well, along with commentary. Sports isn't going away from New York Times per se, but New York Times won't brand it. It'll be branded under The Athletic. Is this interesting enough to talk about? Follow us on our feeds, engage in the stories, and let us know if this is a story we talk about coming up tomorrow. Now let's talk very quickly about our sponsor for the day, and that is Hotch's Tape. And this is actually going to come back to uh, come back to us in a moment, so we'll bring this up again when we get to the fun stuff. But Hostage Tape is the most comfortable mouth tape in the world. Why would someone want to put tape on their mouth? Because they have issues with breathing. How does that fix things? Because you should be breathing through your nose and not through your mouth. So people who have issues with breathing, especially at night, uh, snoring and things like that, a piece of hostage tape, which is extremely comfortable, just put it over your lips and it keeps your lips closed, keeps them sealed. That way, you're breathing through your nose. If you're exercising, if you're doing outdoor activities and you have a habit of you know, opening your mouth and being a mouth breather, this will fix it. It may help save your life because of health issues. It may help save your marriage. We'll get to that in a bit. But hostage tape is a great value that we have where you get a great product to use check it out for our affiliate link at this is the conversation project.com slash hostage tape this is the conversation project.com slash hostage tape we get lots of giggles and lots of responses like this is a silly thing you guys are selling but guess what people who try it people who use it they swear by it so it's not just me picking something that's silly it's me picking something that's actually useful so check it out it's hostage tape and you can get it through our affiliate link at this is a conversationproject.com. It costs you nothing extra, or slash hostage tape, of course. It costs you nothing extra. We're just bringing you in the door. So check out this great product. It's a great product called hostage tape. We think we're a great product too. We are the Conversation Project, and we are offering you five days a week a morning news show, this thing called Things You Might Have Heard, and of course on the weekends, a wrap-up news show that's called The Weekly Wrap-Up, oddly enough, and a commentary show called The Story of the Week. We also offer up various ways to get the news to you, including the feeds that we give to you on Facebook and Twitter. We ask of you very nicely if you could just give us a hand and follow the feeds and give us stuff to talk about. That is the biggest thing you can do to help things go all around here fairly well is to give us the things to talk about, the topics, and share our feeds and our videos and our audios and our newsletters with other folks so we have more people in the conversation. If you deem what we're doing very worthy, we ask you to stop by one of our sponsors. They take care of us by taking care of you. And stop by our partnerships page. You take care of us directly, and we take care of you. It's uh, a mutual uh, way to help each other out, and we love to have the help. 
We love, we need the help in, in a lot of cases. And we wanted to provide more great news stories, more great conversation stuff, more great content to people out there. If you want to help us out with that issue, go to the Conversation Project website at this. It's and find a way that works out for you. And now we get to what we call the fun stuff, because this is all of the, you know, the news is done. The sales stuff is done. We got a promotion stuff. Now we're going to have some fun with you guys today, which makes what makes it the fun part of the show. And this starting off with the birthdays for July the 11th. Happy birthday wishes going out to the designer, the icon, Giorgio Ormani, turning 89 years old on the day. Happy birthday to the queen of all things drama. That is Lisa Renner, 60 years old today. Of course, big on TV, actual TV, big on hanging out with her husband, Lorenzo Lamas. I think they're actually married. I can't really remember these days. Big on being a housewife who, you know, doesn't really do any housewifing and just big time TV. Lisa Renner turning 60 years old on the day. And Debbie Dunning, remember her from Home Improvement? She is getting some love today on her birthday at 57 years old today. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure she replaced Pamela Anderson as the um, the tool time lady. Uh, it's been that long, but but I know Pamela Anderson did her time there, and I think from there she went to Baywatch, and Debbie Dunning took over for the bulk of the tail end of the show. Had birthday to her regardless because she's earned it. 57 years on the planet. Let's move on to the history lesson for the day. Today in history, going back on the 11th of January, January 11th of July, going back to 1914, where Babe Ruth made his debut in Major League Baseball. I think he did pretty good in his career. I think he did pretty well. In 1955, the phrase, in God we trust, was added to the U.S. currency. Remember, it wasn't there in the beginning. It was added there in the 50s. Why is that? You can have your own conspiracy theories on yourself. And in 2011, Neptune completed its first orbit uh, since its discovery on September 23rd, back away for this one, 1846. I'm going to let you do the math on that one. So between 2011 and 1846, Neptune made one orbit. There you go. Science nerds, you get your thing for today. It's the 11th of July, if I could read properly. And yesterday we celebrated pina coladas. Today we're going to do mojitos because we're equal opportunity drinkers around here. A mojito is a drink that kind of gets a bad rap here in my house because it's work. You know, you got to crush up little leaves and stuff like that and make things happen. The mojitos take a little bit of effort, but it is a very favorite, a fan favorite of many folks out there sitting at a beach or sitting in a bar taking a mojito. So if you didn't get your enough fills of pina coladas and the pina coladas song, yes, that's why I picked it yesterday and why I'm bringing it up again today, get yourself a mojito. There's no mojito song, so there's no earworm for that one, but it may help you drown out the sounds of pina colada song in your head. And finally... One more thing you might not have heard. A study found that things aren't always sunshine and rainbows in the bedroom when it comes to sleeping harmoniously. Didn't think I was going to go there, did you? When asked on whether they prefer to sleep in a separate bed, nearly half of those polled admitted they would rather sleep alone at least some of the time. One in five people named their partner as the biggest thing interrupting their sleep every night. The two big reasons are snoring and the heat coming off their significant other. It gets very bad sometimes. And over half, about 57%, of people say they're snuck off in the middle of the night to the couch to get some much-needed shut-eye. Sleep divorces are real. Ask Carson Daly. And now, let's get out of here for today. Today's edition of the show has been for Tuesday, 
July the 11th, 2022. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne, bringing you this edition of Things You Might Have Heard. Thanking you so much for being with us for the show today. We cannot do this thing without you. This is all about the love that we get from, from you guys in doing the stories. I am obsessed with news and news coverage. And after you know being in news for a little over a decade, well, a bit over a decade, actually, and finding myself out of it, I found that I didn't like the coverage I was getting. So you know, whatever spare time I have, because I'm obsessed about it, I do news stories. I look up news. I do reports. I see what things going on. I want to know things and be informed. And I'm using this, you know, my power for good, not evil, to hopefully inform you guys there. We pick stories from all spectrums, from good sites, from bad sites, from some questionable sites. And some things are really, really, really weird. And we let you tell us how engaging they actually are. How much we should talk to them, how much effort should we put into those stories. And we should follow it up based on the engagement. At the end of the show, we always remind you to stay hydrated, stay limber, and stay on task because we want you to be around for quite some time. Uh, we need you to be around for quite some time, not just for our numbers, but for the people who are essentially needing you to do those great things. We're going to wrap this up on a good one today because we actually rolled in pretty early. Hopefully, you're liking the change we're doing to make things a bit more pithy, more on time, get things down, the, the, the pitch count and time count. We're doing what we can to accommodate whatever people are wanting and to make this thing a little bit more punchy and faster. Sometimes I get a little stuck in commentary. Sometimes I get lost in the robot editor. Sometimes I can't read the numbers that the, that thing goes. So your help and support would help with that one. If you want to go to uh, this is the conversation project.com slash partnerships, a little more hands behind the scenes and help us get more editing done and get more things done to make it a tighter ship. Otherwise, make sure you're going to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter and you are sharing the videos and the audio so more people are engaging. With that, we hit our time mark for the day. Thank you so much. We're going to go ahead and just get on out of here and celebrate the good win for today. Set ourselves up for another good win tomorrow. <laughs>